Hey, hey D&D, D&D fam. fam, I'm Quick, and I'm Lee, and you're listening to Divas, Divas and Ducats. So what is a diva? I think divas get a bad rep, but to me, diva is all about the attitude. As for Ducats, it's your finances, your assets, Skrilla, Guap, your coin. We're talking all things with the potential to affect your pockets. And while we're attorneys by trade, we are divas by choice. Divas and Ducats is for edutainment purposes. Y'all, we are not Series 511 or <laughs> 703 professionals. This does not create a financial advisor nope, nope. or attorney-client relationship. The views expressed here are solely our opinions and the opinions of our guests. It's just our opinions, y'all. Okay, Divas, let's talk Ducats. All right. Hey, D&D fam. Welcome back. Really quickly, if you are watching on YouTube, make sure you hit the bell to subscribe below if you haven't already done so. I mean, (laughs) (laughs) use your imagination. Um, And make sure you go to our site, divasandducats.com, and add your email to our list so you can get little ticklers whenever we have something going Mm -hmm. on. Um, Welcome. As we said, today, our Diva Docket topic Mm. You know, we're just going to have some girl talk and talk about relationships and money and common maybe, eh, scenarios. We're going to talk about, you know, the sometimes elephant in the room in relationships because Ooh. we cannot say enough, no matter what poll you look at interchangeably, the top two reasons for at least divorce, not sure why people break up in like boyfriend, girlfriend situations or girlfriend, girlfriend, boyfriend, boyfriend, but Top two reasons for divorce are sex and money. So. I really thought that was about to go a different way. You said no matter what poll you look at it, I was like, oh, God. Oh, like a stripper? Yeah, we're talking about relationships. I mean, you know, we could talk about that on a, on a sex podcast. Um, but before we get to that, um, a word from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Hunter's Affordable Bail Bonding. They are licensed to help anyone across the state of North Carolina, although they do have four offices um, in counties across the state. Mm. Um, So if you know someone who's in trouble or someone gets in trouble after you hear this episode, make sure you hit them up. They've been serving um, the state since 1997, so pretty much 20 some odd years. Mm -hmm. It's been a while. Um, And so no bond is too big. They could do anything from a thousand up to million. So... That's a really big charge. You've got a million. That's a really big charge. Um, nonetheless, um, of course, anyone, um, everyone is presumed innocent until proven guilty. They are not here to judge your cousin, whoever got into this situation. Mm-hmm. They're just here to help them get out. So hit them up. Their number is 704-377-3733. Again, 704-377-3733. And their Charlotte location is located at 428 East 4th Street, Suite 400. Um, So there, you know, every time you turn around, there's a new GIF, a new meme, a new emoji, whatever. (laughs) Um, And there's this popular guy on... 
I don't know if it's really a guy. I don't know who handles I think the... it is. Okay. I don't know who handles the Instagram page, but there's always just these funny little quotes that they post and people, of course, like repost them to their stories, whatever. So one of the ones that stood out, just because to me it's healthy, mm-hmm. um, and I think both of us have um, meant it in varying capacities or for varying reasons, was... <laughs> It said we have to normalize having uncomfortable conversations mm-hmm. to avoid confusion later. Right. Right. So I think for me, what I tend to think about is more so like when I thought about uncomfortable conversations, I thought about like vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Um, just because like I think a lot of people don't we think about communication breakdowns. I think a lot of people don't voice themselves either they don't voice it or they don't voice it as clearly as possible whatever their feelings are and it leads to like resentment or whatever that's what it made me think Mm -hmm. but in your case (laughs) you were like let's talk about this money let's talk about these ducats right so and health true health is also uh it's it's important Mm -hmm. health is wealth um so I never think about vulnerability. <laughs> I did because I think about like, okay, even like early friendships, right? Like when mm-hmm. somebody does something you don't like, sometimes people won't say anything about right. it. Right. And right. then you bury it and it becomes like an issue like, because some people avoid like the conflict. Yeah. Okay. I think for okay. me, that's when, when I say vulnerability, I just think like conflict or any situation that can be like less than la la la, okay. everything's great. Gotcha. Like it could be an uncomfortable conversation. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that's not how I was looking at vulnerability in that. I think of anything that you could combat that saying, because you know, I hate that phrase, what's understood don't got to be explained. It's stupid because obviously if it was <laughs> it was understood, it's redundant. If it was understood, of course it doesn't have to be explained. But a lot of stuff needs to be explained because then you have these people on social media Please showing expound. out. Right. Okay. So, you know. Um, so when you think about the unconver- uncomfortable conversation, mm-hmm. oftentimes money can be an uncomfortable uncomfortable conversation. Um, I mean, I think it goes without saying why you should talk about money. Like, mm-hmm. and when I say talk about money, I don't necessarily mean being like, so how much you make? I just think like, <laughs> here we go. I just think like, it's important if you're dating and to, again, let me define dating because you know, the lawyer and me, I need to define everything. When I say dating, I mean, we are seeing each other regularly and we're working towards like either being together or we're like, because people define dating differently. Some people say you're dating when you're boyfriend, girlfriend. Mm. Some people say dating is just like, you know, if you're like on the apps and just going out with various mm-hmm. people, whether you're I'm not like, on dates on yeah, dating. but you're not exclusive. Okay. So to me, dating, mm-hmm. I, I say you're dating when there's some intention connected to it so if i'm just like kicking like it's something to do it's something fun i don't feel the need to have that conversation with you because it doesn't matter but if i'm like this i am like this is about to be my man or you my man so we both you know where i am like i want to get married at some point so obviously if you my man like you've conveyed that same thought process Mm. so in that mind because again top two reasons for divorce it's important to talk about money because at some point, regardless of how you handle your personal accounts or whatever, at some point you're going to have shared responsibilities mm-hmm. or shared interests, or maybe you have like shared investments. At some point, it's going to matter how that person handles their money. Mm-hmm. 
why are you looking what <laughs> i'm agreeing continue we agree so, so far <laughs> i yes yeah, so i do think it's important just because you don't want to go to if you don't have that conversation and you just assume for example okay let's say you get married you're at a point where you're about to pay bills and if you're not communicating you don't know what partner paid what if mm. it was paid when is the due date like it's it's going to be unorganized in terms mm. of how you handle your expenses um so i think from that standpoint just for clarity and knowing who is doing what and who what the responsibilities are what the expectations are that's why i think it's important okay i agree I mean, I, I agree for all of those reasons. Like, I think the sooner you're able to determine in an honest conversation, the sooner you're able to determine mm -hmm. whether y'all have the same values mm -hmm. and whether your goals align, the easier it will be to either cut the eyes and walk mm -hmm. away or decide, like you said, the things that you don't share values on or the mm -hmm. things that don't align. Are these deal breakers? Can mm -hmm. we work around these things? Mm -hmm. um, and then focus on the things that do align and continue forth. But if you're not having these conversations in, like you said, then you get married and it's like, I never said you didn't have to work. <laughs> oh, you know, she thinking, oh, you know, mm -hmm. hey, I say I do. I get to. Right. He, he got it. He right. It. Yeah. yeah. So, and you know, that, that I feel like that's a conversation, especially um, if if. Mm -hmm. And no, it, it, I think how you feel about things is how you feel about things. You just have to be honest about that. If you do want to be married and as a wife, you do not want to work, you need to communicate that. If mm -hmm. you decide, hey, when I have kids, I am dead set against sending my children to daycare. I want to stay at home until my kids are in grade school. That is a conversation that needs to be had because you it need does. to be able to financially prepare for those things, right? Yeah. That's not a bomb you want to drop on somebody after I do. Sure. You know? Mm -hmm. um, for me, I feel like the conversations... <sighs> I know that they're hard conversations, right? I, I, I do know that they're hard conversations, but I will say that I have had to become more sensitive to the fact Mm. that people weren't raised like me that money in my home was just like talking about a bacon egg and cheese sandwich you know what mm. i'm saying so that's how i approach it to other people but it was the you see like a visceral yeah, reaction so like, when you what's the yeah, issue you know yeah. so it, it had to be girl that is not normal like that's not you know mm -hmm. that is mm -hmm. very personal mm -hmm. That's yeah. a very personal conversation mm -hmm. to have with someone. And I didn't always view it that way, right? So now yeah. I'm a little, little <laughs> bit more sensitive to how I approach it. I'm going to mm -hmm. approach it. Yeah. But I'm not going to just blatantly be like, oh, we had to stop, like, <laughs> be like, so what's your credit score? Like, no, it's going to be some I mean, lead up to the conversation. Well, There's, it is because <laughs> it's going to be asked. Um, there's going to be, you know, and it's not just that. So it's not just money for me. Like mm -hmm. for me, a huge thing for me is health wise. Right. Mm -hmm. And now an even bigger thing for me, it's not a question I asked before. Mm -hmm. It took me going through a relationship mm -hmm. to learn that this is a very important question. Are you happy? Are you happy with yourself? Because I cannot 
be your happiness. I cannot be, your, yeah. that is draining. Okay. I cannot be your peace. I can add to your peace. I can add to your happiness. Mm-hmm. You will not subtract from my happiness or my peace. That is, that's my thing. But I can't make you happy, right? That right. And, and a lot of people mm-hmm. try to do that. They, yeah. they do. They try to make someone happy. Oh, mm-hmm. this is what he said he likes. Mm-hmm. I don't care if that man say he like uh, uh, F uh, Toyota Corolla with rims on it. If he not happy, you can go get him a brand new Toyota Corolla with rims on it. Yeah. And that man will go and do whatever he going to do mm-hmm. in that car and you're going to be pissed because mm-hmm. he's not happy with himself, right? So things are not going to make a person happy. You cannot make a person happy. Don't, that is a really important. Are you happy with yourself? And if not, what is going to get you to happy? Yeah. And mm-hmm. and listen, I mm-hmm. actually talked to a guy who told me in this stage, I am not happy with myself. Right. But mm-hmm. I'm ready for a relationship. And no, <laughs> it's no, okay. no, you know, and, and okay. I and I will say in that moment, I ignored that I am not happy with myself. Right. Because mm-hmm. it was related to a job or it was related to. But in the general, that person just was not happy with themselves. Mm-hmm. And that's a, that's a red flag. Like, you have to, because you can't fix it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know what I'm saying? So I think that's a really important question that people don't ask. And then you have to be honest. Are you happy with yourself, right? Mm-hmm. Because if you're not happy with yourself, you're not happy with your weight. You're not happy with where your finances are. You're not mm-hmm. happy with your... You're going to project a lot of stuff onto another partner, you know, if you're not working on these key things yourself and creating your own happiness, right? Mm -hmm. I believe that two people, I don't feel like you should come in. Ideally, you can come in as a whole person, right? But Mm -hmm. I don't think that that's realistic. I think people do build together to become this whole different thing. Mm -hmm. Um, So like, no, I might not be in complete bliss, but these are the goals that I'm working on. And these are, you know, but I think those are, and you, like you said, that's vulnerability. So what, mm-hmm. to me, that's what I'm thinking about when I think about like vulnerability to be able to, to be able to tell somebody, you know, I'm going to the gym right now. I've worked on this. I worked on getting my blood pressure together. But, you know, no, I'm, I don't feel like I'm in the best physical shape that I want to be in. Mm-hmm. Or, But these are the things that I'm going to, you know, because people can take that. The vulnerability mm-hmm. aspect, people can take that and throw it in your face, mm-hmm. you know, when they get angry or or whatever. So, you know, a lot of times people don't want to be vulnerable in those aspects mm-hmm. i ask health questions mm-hmm. um and the reason i do that and i I'm not, and there's no question that i ask that i won't tell the answer to like it's not like you just sit in an interview and i'm like what you no ask me the question if i'm asking you about your blood pressure ask me about my cholesterol but like, well, i think sometimes just again depending on the person when you talk about like talking about things maybe even health was like mm-hmm. talking about bacon egg and cheese right mm-hmm both now right. both are very important but both are very, they are very personal they are and so when you think about it that's the thing they may be in such shock of like not saying that they're defensive but it's like okay i'm in this like almost fight or flight mode mm-hmm, like what mm-hmm, am i doing mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. i'm not thinking oh this is a conversation right. where i need to ask her too now maybe you know what i mean it comes up later like what she got going on? She asked me all these questions. <laughs> right, But, right. you know what I mean? I but think in, in that the moment, moment you yeah. so like, oh, mm-hmm, that, you know mm-hmm, what I mean? You may mm-hmm. not, you may not feel or get that sense. Mm-hmm. And I think it is very important what you were saying about like being 
as whole as possible. We'll say yeah. it like that. Right. Um, and I think people, we are here, we're not supposed to be like an island. So we are mm -hmm. here to help each other. We are here to like better each other in some way. I do think that um, people that truly care and want to see you successful, if they are able to play a part in that, they do. I think, you know, I've had plenty of friends who, if they know that I want to do something, when they see something they think about, they send it to right, me. Like right, right. It's just going to naturally kind of flow, yeah. right? Um, and I, yeah, I think the one area sometimes we disagree, again, because I came from one of those families where it wasn't really mm -hmm. talked about. Mm -hmm. It was handled. I don't remember, like, right. like my lights were never cut off or anything like that, right. but we didn't talk really right. about, there wasn't that conversation was between a Sunday conversation parent on the table. and child, yeah. like, this is your budget. And I, I do think that's where a lot of folks do go wrong, because then kids learn about money as adults, and mm -hmm. they usually learn by messing up. Right. Um, so I think... For me, especially like earlier in our friendship when we had the conversation, <laughs> I think where we tended to, dis to dis disagree is the when. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How soon is it too soon? Mm -hmm. How soon is too soon to talk about what's your credit score? Right. How much money you make? Um, so to your point, you like, I mean, shh, we can talk about this as early as possible. Mm. We can talk about this on the first date if I could get away with it. <laughs> I don't talk about it on the first um, date. <laughs> again, bro. Uh, <laughs> I think at the point for me, I feel like at the point where you're thinking about like, this is someone I could be with, then it's appropriate to have the conversation. I'm not an expert on how to bring it up mm -hmm. without it being awkward. But I think like if you're dating with a purpose and you're like, I want to settle down, I want to be serious with someone at the point where you're like, yo, I'm really feeling this person. I feel like this could be something. Then it's like, OK, let's start kind of having those conversations. Mm -hmm. Um, and I think for me, when the conversations have come up, it's more so been about like, not necessarily exactly like, how much do you have? I think it's more so been about like, what do you have going on? Mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm, what are your mm -hmm. goals in terms of what you want to do financially? And like, what's stopping you from getting there? Cause mm -hmm. like, you know, we joke all the time, like a smart goal. So it's more so like that. Like, what you trying to do? So what's keeping you from doing that? Oh, you got a little credit card mm -hmm. debt. Like, it kind of rolls that way for mm -hmm. me, mm -hmm. um, more so than like the how much. Right. Because I will say, um, I think to your point, I think I can't remember what episode it was at this point, but you said something that was really important in terms of like, it doesn't really matter how much you make. It matters what your habits are mm -hmm. because whatever they are, that's not really not saying you can't change because, of course, if you need to improve, you can't improve. Mm -hmm. But whatever the habits are, they carry over to increases. So mm -hmm. if you are mm -hmm. not managing fifty thousand dollars well, unless you make certain changes or, you know, recognize that and figure out, like, hey, what do I need to do differently and how do I go about doing that? You're going to do the same thing with eighty thousand as you right. do with one hundred and ten thousand, mm -hmm. et cetera, so on. So I think. That's the conversation that I feel is very important. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I've been honest about, you know, the areas that I struggle in because I do think, I mean, you know, you got your Dave Ramsey's and your people that are just excellent. But most people, there's some area within finance that you can improve. There's right. something that is just like, oh, this tends to be my key. This kid tends to trip me up. Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, you know, like I recently transitioned to um you know, special someone has a nice Excel spreadsheet that does all your little math for you. And I recently transitioned to that because mm -hmm. I was noticing like I wasn't being as diligent about with my notebook of, 
okay, we got paid. This is what's coming out. This is right. what you got. Like, I wasn't being as diligent with that. And it's like, girl, if you don't plug that thing into that biweekly spreadsheet and right. see what, you know, where the stuff is. So that's been an area that I've, like, improved upon. And I kind of think of, you think about it, finance in a way can be almost like working out. You're going to, sometimes you have moments where you're like, oh, I didn't fell off the wagon mm-hmm. or whatever. Mm-hmm. So it's not always going to be perfect. Right. But I think those are like, for me, the kind of topics that that surround um, that I surround myself with mm-hmm. when it's like, okay, this is getting serious. Yeah, and I think um, so. For me, there is no too soon. I mean, it just is what it is. Like mm-hmm. a f- first date, yeah, I do think first date is too soon. Mm-hmm. I have a theory, and people may think it's crazy. Y'all, you okay. know, drop a comment. YouTube, okay. If hopefully YouTube don't kick us off for saying this. I feel like okay, if you can get naked with your intimacy, if you at that point that you ready to naked with intimacy, you mean like doing it or like because intimacy ain't raw. Necessary. Oh, mm-hmm. if if there are no barriers, if they, thank okay. you. See, okay. it's and she would come up with something. If you are willing to have no barriers mm-hmm. with a person and have no conversations. With that person about STD history, what there's, you ain't got to know numbers. Now that's none of your business now. But <laughs> if you're willing to go there and not even be concerned about protecting yourself, then I feel like you should be just as raw with other conversations. Because at this point in time, you're telling me, oh, we can't make a baby together. Mm-hmm. What your finances look like? You're telling me, like, you don't care about. Sexual transmitted diseases. Again, somebody end up in the hospital. Oh. <laughs> What's your money look like? I just, I don't know why in my mind, because mm-hmm. I realized they're not the same and people are not even mm-hmm. comparing them. But to me, I'm just telling you. To you, the rawness is the same. <laughs> it is the same. I just, I don't. You're risking your life with one. The other is just a conversation that well, I have nothing to do with. Well, nowadays, it's not really risking Is it not? Life. I mean, if we want to be technical. What's the technicality? I mean, technically, people are living with the uh, things. I guess. I'm just saying, it's not like 1992, where well, it's what like... Baby? Listen, I'm not saying you're wrong. I was just saying, I was like... Kids expensive. I was just saying, I was like, ooh, that's drastic about your life. You're going to die. I mean... <laughs> you might die. You're going to be upset. She's going to die. You will be very upset. You're going to be mad. Um, that's my silly rationale. I will just say it, because I know most people don't think like that. That's my rationale. I get you. I get you. So, um... But I think the difference for people is... whether approach? it's Well, part of it might be that. But I think the difference is more so like when you think about, okay, physical intimacy, right? People may not feel as vulnerable getting it on as they do talking about like where they're, I mean, because a lot of people struggle with in some shape or capacity. Either it's like, I don't save enough 
or I don't budget well, or I have debt. I mean, it, you know, there's multiple branches to I it. I understand. And so I think, well, I think, for, we're, I think totally it goes disagree. with how I said about the difficult conversation and I thought about vulnerability. I think is that I think finances make some people feel more vulnerable mm -hmm. than they would about like taking their clothes off to have mm -hmm. sex. Absolutely. 1,000% of this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, we did, so, all right. <laughs> Speaking of credit. Would you seriously deal with someone who had bad credit? I have. I have no issues with that because I know how to raise your credit score. So it's not a threat to me. Okay, upgrade you. I hear you. <laughs> mm. Okay, okay. Now, caveat. The issue for me mm -hmm. with finding out someone has bad credit, because again, the number does not scare me. The issue for me is determining how you got bad credit. Because mm -hmm. we've had those conversations. It could be a person that's never had mm -hmm. any credit. It's going to be just as harmful. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if, one, if that's the situation and you're in your 50s, red flag. Because why haven't you ever owned anything in, you know, you're in your 50s? But <laughs> it is. I'm just, I'm sorry. But... I, again, the number does not scare me. It's just how. And then to me, it's more of a conversation. Even if it is something bad, mm -hmm. what did you learn from it? Mm -hmm. Like, how have you grown from it? What are you going to do about it? Like, a bankruptcy is not going to scare me. Like, and I guess that's why I can have the conversations because I know how to really fix them. Like, mm -hmm. money conversations don't Like, really you don't mind me. helping people with yeah, that? Yeah, I don't. Saying. Like, okay. it's... That's okay. that's a natural thing for me. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't really skate like you telling me you got a six hundred is not gonna make me be like, Oh my god, run for the hills. Mm -hmm. Like, okay. I mean, in my mind I'm instantly thinking, I can get you a seven fifty in a year. Like that that's what I think, you mm -hmm. know? So um <clears throat> yeah, I have and I don't have an issue with it, but it does come with some follow up questions of how that came to be and what mm -hmm. lessons were learned for me and mm -hmm. where do you wanna go from? Because some people might be good sitting at six hundred. Now that might be an issue for me, but would I, you? <laughs> so I have now. I'm I ain't, I'm not a fixer because shoot, I'm be honest. I mean, sometimes I'm the one that needs fixing. So <laughs> I mean, I have my fixing issues. I mean, you know. So I'm like, I am not the in this area. I'm not the expert. I will say, for me, it depends on how bad. Mm -hmm. If to me, if you like in the sixes again, it's probably like. Okay, you probably got a little credit card situation work out. If you were like three, four, I've never. You didn't. I'm just saying, if you like, then got stuff because because this is my thing, and this I don't know how this is gonna sound because I have not rehearsed it in my mind. <laughs> These are the fun times. <laughs> I am a person who I don't get stuff shut off. Okay, I do not get stuff picked up. That was a good way to put it. Yes. So for me, I can't be with someone who can't like put something on it. I let people laugh at me all day because I say payment plan and everything. But I'm just saying, I don't care how tight stuff is. Most utilities, whoever, if you call them and you're like, I'm in a bind, I can't do it. Look at you. Look at you. You got it. So if you like, I can't do it. Like they'll, most of them will ask you, well, how much can you do? Like right, most right. people will work with you. So I don't do well with the types. It's like, I just ignoring and stuff ignoring, and yeah. my car got repossessed. My, I don't do that. I just, I can't like, again, I'm the put something on it girl. If you don't have it, 
put something on it. They gonna we gonna figure this out or whatever. So for me, that's the thing that's like more of a red flag mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. like the and like life happens. I'm not saying the folks that's just like barely getting by. You know, like we know there are situations where it's it's hard out here. Yeah. But I'm talking about the guy who's coming to you like they can date you, hmm. and dating costs money. Hmm. And we're out having this lovely wine or at at little jazz place together. And then we go back to your house and the lights don't come on. That is a problem. Yeah, I can't with that. That's when I'm like, yeah, no, because your priorities like I can't. Speaking of that, (laughs) let's, let's stay there for a little bit. How do you feel about that in in general like you know they say like there's the there's the theory mm-hmm. that you should not date until you can afford to date and mm-hmm. then there's a theory that you shouldn't have to wait on love just because you're not in a good financial situation so i say <laughs> if you are not in a position to pick up the tab sometimes you probably shouldn't date and I'm not saying, um, because I've been on dates where it's just like, oh, this is a little chunk of change. And I've been on dates where you literally, we went to Smoothie King and we took and we walked the Greenway. So I'm not a person who feels like, you know, there's various women out here who feel mm-hmm. differently. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like there's a minimum um, cost to a date. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's just more so, are your things paid are your utilities paid are you in a position where i don't have to make a decision between my lights and take a hug for some ice cream is that really your thought so he could only take you to smoothie king mm-hmm. That's every it. time yes ain't no passports ain't no trips ain't no flights he could but he got you on smoothie king in this walk and then sometimes it i mean splurge Chick-fil-A, because Chick-fil-A is not cheap. You go to Chick-fil-A about $35. Chick-fil-A is a splurge. Oh, but Smoothie King, because Smoothie King $5 on Fridays. So, (laughs) (laughs) just saying. Okay, for me, that's not where I am. Like, for me, that would have worked in college, because we are all broke in college. Let's be real about it. No, not Smoothie King every time. But if you're like, if you're, again, it, it takes honest feedback. If you're like, look, stuff a little tight, we're going to have to just pack some stuff and do a little picnic. That's fine. I don't, For how long, Lee? First of all, that picnic is cute. The picnic Smoothie is King cute. Smoothie King going to get old. You handed me this the little styrofoam cup. The picnic is cute cup. when it's an option. The pick is not right, cute but, when it's obligatory. But see, that's the thing. Like, I think about... If we're talking about like seriousness, you're thinking about marrying somebody, you might go through a phase where stuff is tight. <laughs> so that's what I'm saying. I'm not going to be like, oh, I can't fool with him like stuff tight. Because I think that should be like a season, like maybe something happened or whatever. I'm just not the girl that you got to take me to Roost Chris every time. I'm just for saying. Sure. So for me, Absolutely like, I just not. feel like you can go on a date for $50. Now, again, you you ain't going to Roost Chris for $50. But you can like make that work. You or nice date for fifty dollars. Huh? So you going on a real nice date for fifty dollars. That's what I'm saying. So I feel like, you know, and I'm a proponent of date night. So maybe, again, depending on your financial picture, it might be like we can only go on a date like that once a week. And then we're gonna have to do stuff around that, like Smoothie King or go take a walk or work out together or whatever. But yeah, so for me, 
Smoothie King is not a date every time. But you also don't have to um, take me to Rooster's. Now, to that stamp thing. Again, we're just talking about me. Right. I can't speak for the people. So how some girls feel like my day should be at least $200. I, you're going to need a passport to date me. Because that is something I'm very interested in. I'm very passionate about that. I have recently been in a position where it's like, oh, I could take more trips. I think some of that is me making up for 2020 because I just felt very in bondage being here in the ghetto. But, you know, I think when I think about before 2020, I would probably take me and you would usually take a trip. And at the time, I might take a trip with my sorority sister. So I would probably take two trips a year before the pandemic um, that were out of the country. You know, now when you think about vacations, I feel like one of these two trips needs to be, you need to be able to do that. Now, I am okay with the payment plan because I am a proponent of them. I have, I'm paying on a trip now, a little surprise situation for somebody in, in, in my family that's happening next year. So I don't have no problem with like, oh, we need to plan for it. But for me, that needs to be an interest for you. That needs to be something that excites you, too, because that's just like I won't go as far as saying like equally yoked. But I mean, I I just feel like if I'm really interested in traveling, I like to travel. I don't want to always have to travel with just like my homegirls. I want to be able. Yeah, I want to be. It's not miserable. We have a lovely time. Not us being miserable. I'm saying being in that kind of situation. Oh, not I was being like, don't do that. We had a great time. I will travel with you forever. Thank you. Don't do this. I'm just, the way you said it, I needed clarity. <laughs> I gave it to you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, this is going to be an uncomfortable conversation. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I just feel like because of who, just who I am as a person, yeah, that travel thing is going to be a problem. Agree. So. So. Would you deal with someone with debt? Mm-hmm. Extensive debt. I think what everybody everybody has debt. Um, like fifty thousand. Is that extensive? It's just so. It's, from it's hard to say, right? Like, okay. it, it, there's so many factors to answer whether that debt is then you hard got, like, for them. Debt to income. You got debt to, debt to income. Right. So mm-hmm. if their debt to income was seventy thirty, seventy debt, thirty income. Most, yeah. It's over 50-50 because I think most people have debt. Yeah. But if they feel like they are like you can drowning get, yeah. in debt. Because of you like to your point, if you make a hundred if you have twenty thousand in debt but you make a hundred, it might right. not really right. be that bad. I mean you can get that out could of just that. be some financial management yeah, yeah, change yeah. and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Oh. But you if like you make twenty five okay, we're not who is oh first of all, as a lawyer, just to be clear. So I mean, we're I talking mean, about like so I'm dating a teacher, because if you're talking sure. about like thirty something. So I'm dating a teacher and they got 70,000. 70, <laughs> is it student? <laughs> is it student debt? Sure. I'm just, I need to know what type of sure. debt. Sure. It's student debt and because credit card debt. I just ask that just because like if they owe 70,000 in student loans, my answer is a little different because it's like they owe the student loan, but there's probably like a certain payment 
And since they're a teacher, it, right? Hello. Depending on how long you've been doing this, Hello. you might be about to cancel that day. Okay. So my answer kind of changes. Like if it's that, then I'm like kind of like I mean because I have student debt. I'm like child, mm. but credit card, customer debt. Let's like say you it's have seventy thousand in ooh. credit cards, uh, car payments. I'm gonna um, have to send you to like somebody's quick financial sense or something because I'm I'm looking at it like. How are you not bankrupt? I don't understand. Like you, and you pay for somewhere to live too. Because in my mind, if you think like credit cards, that minimum payment, like how I don't understand how you're getting out of this. Like how, and I'm one of those person like people like. Okay, this is gonna sound weird. <laughs> you ever walk into a room that's so messy you don't know where to start? Mm, I have. Like that situation for me, I don't know what to do, mm-hmm. so I I can't. Like so again, like you talking that number. With that income, I don't know what you're gonna do. Like, first of all, you no, you can't afford the date. Like, you need we need to, you need to work on this seventy thousand. Right. So in that situation, I would say I'd be like, I don't know if I could do that. Like, not without you actually seriously talking to someone who is some kind of specialist that has like a we're gonna get you in this. This is your payment. This is how you're able to like live life mm-hmm. and pay this debt off. Um. Because to your point, it goes to how did we get here? How do we get there? Um, I think a lot of us struggle with like impulse buying. You know, you have all the things, but it's also the habit of like figuring out how to um, how to stop you, really. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, I, I was at church the other day. That's one of the things they were talking about transformation. And they were like, one of the things that you have to learn to say no to is you. Mm. Because you sometimes are your worst enemy you know exactly right what you want you know exactly how you like it and nobody there's nobody there to stop you yeah, except I discipline deserve. from making that step towards i like it i want it mm-hmm. you know what i mean so i think like that would take a for me that would be a much heavier conversation mm-hmm. than like the person who is like i got student loan debt right so okay okay so <laughs> And I like the idea of if you can, there's always, I mean, because there's two people, so everybody's going to have their strengths. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be somebody who's better with money. Mm-hmm. Just like there's always going to be somebody who's the handier one, the, the better cook, the better mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. There's always going to be that person in a relationship that's a little stronger in whatever, however you look at it with money. They're mm-hmm. just, you know. And so I like the idea of just like what you would with like physical goals, like holding each other accountable. Mm-hmm. If you're in a serious relationship, or you about to get married, or you dating towards marriage, like, why not be like, okay, so what's our goal? What are we doing? Because sometimes, and not even from the aspect of competition, if I mean, if that's how you want to look at it, <laughs> but just even from the aspect of like, oh, someone's expecting something. I got to, I got to, you know, basically show up for somebody. Like, I think that can help sometimes. And like, you know, the mind is a funny thing. Sometimes when you make it a game like that, mm-hmm. like, okay, I got to save such and such and such and such. Like, it makes it easier than you trying to do stuff by yourself. Mm-hmm. So I definitely think the conversations can be helpful just because you can even get to that point of like, mm-hmm. what are we doing this month? How are we saving? Or what are we, you know, whatever it is you're trying to do. So speaking of like one person being stronger, what are your thoughts about one person? And this is like at the point of like, we're serious or we're engaged or we're married. Because like, I don't think most people in the beginning would absolutely not. But <laughs> should you like have access. Yeah. Like how what are your thoughts about like one person like being in charge of the money? Um 
So I don't agree with that. I, okay. And as strong as I am with money, I don't want to be in charge of it. And I will be the person, you know, if that's what we agree on, mm-hmm. I will be the person that pays the bills. I will be the person that sets up the budget. I will mm-hmm. be the person, you know, that handles it in that way, but to be in control of so that person doesn't, especially women, to mm-hmm. so have someone be in control of money so that you have no access to mm-hmm. and you have no idea of what is going on is always mm-hmm. a setup for yourself. Every mm-hmm. single time it is mm-hmm. a setup for yourself. And I think it is honestly a red flag if a person doesn't want to be you know, transparent with what's going on with, with finance. It's like, you don't even know that. No, it's just handled. Mm-hmm. Now, see, when I, I think when I say in charge, I didn't even mean that far. Okay. Like, I guess because my mind didn't go there to like controlling. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, I guess I thought what you were saying when I think in charge, I think of the person who like handles the like this, this gets paid, this like mm-hmm. the transactions, I guess. Yeah. But so I, I, I'm like I said, I'm fine with doing that. But for me, even still, it's not uh, you just place some money here and I'm going to handle everything. Right. Because mm-hmm. my mind is always and maybe it's being a lot of being a part time caretaker. Mm-hmm. My mind is always in the thought of what if somebody gets sick? Okay. I do not want my household to go down because I've been the that and you know, I get yeah. sick or something happens mm-hmm. and then my partner has no idea where to even go to find a Duke Energy bill yeah. or, you know, doesn't know where the accounts are because I'm the one handling, you mm-hmm. know, make, mm-hmm. making sure that even simple things like making sure that both of our names are on account so that person can write checks yeah. if I'm in a hospital and can't do yeah. it, you know. Mm-hmm. So I don't, again, have would love to, would thrive in it. Oh, yeah. It That's would give me. She'd be like, right. it's handled, so, so, I did it. So excited. But he's going to know. Yeah. Absolutely. There's going to be conversation. Yeah, and there's definitely going to be a conversation around budgeting. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Because I think me and you've had that conversation before mm-hmm. about, you know, a lot of people are like, well, I put in 200, they put in 200. But in a lot of situations, especially in our situation, mm-hmm. um, that a lot of women are out earning their spouses Mm -hmm. or even in a situation where the man out earns his wife i don't feel like a person should have to contribute equal amounts Mm -hmm. maybe percentages right 20 percent of the check and it's going to be a different number yeah but it's the same percentage or however y'all decide Mm -hmm. and agree to do it but you know those conversations like it's not going to just be like oh i don't know what your finances are but i need you to give me five hundred dollars like so, I, yeah, yeah, I'm a proponent of like, I, I like a good hybrid. So for me, um, clearly, you know, I'm, a, I'm an adult. It's adulting. Mm-hmm. I am capable of doing the budget, paying my own bills, whatever. I will say I'm okay with like either me or the other person. I mean, let me say this. If we auto paying, it's going to be you because I don't like the idea. I sh- Okay, the I old school in me, I do not like the idea of somebody coming in my account. It just annoys like me. So if you're mm-hmm. an auto-pay person, I'm be like, well, let me just move the funds that you need because I'm not doing I'm not setting up auto-pay to come up at this account. I'm not. So <laughs> it's just a thing for me, even mm-hmm. though it, it, I see it's really responsible, but I, just, I hate it. So Same. yeah, so for me, if it's like you're a strong proponent of that, I'm going to just be like, well, let me send you what you need and then you could be the one that handles mm-hmm. that. But of course... Of course, the conversations monthly of like, this is what we got going on. This is what we're doing or whatever. I, 
I don't like when things feel totally tit for tat. So, mm. like, to your point of, like, Okay, if I make, I'm just picking numbers here. If I make a hundred thousand and you make fifty thousand, so I make again, I'm not a math person, but let's, you know, I'm making sixty percent of our income and you making whatever percent. Mm-hmm. I'm not about to for every bill be like, I pay sixty percent of it and you pay forty. Like if we I feel like there's multiple ways to skin the cat. So if we're like, because I earn more money then I'm going to pay the mortgage, then that's what I'm going to pay. And you can pay these utilities. Mm-hmm. I'm not about to every bill we going down and we mm-hmm. like, you sending me a little invoice. Because mm-hmm. this is a, <laughs> like, it just feels petty at that yeah. point. So I think that is if the that's point. what works for you though. That, Again, that like I said, fun. multiple ways. Again, but way. for yeah. me, it's just be like, give me my responsibilities mm-hmm. and I will make mm-hmm. sure those funds are there. Yeah. I don't want to like every single bill we splitting down the piecemeal. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I'm, as long as to your point, it's not a situation of like, I'm asking you for allowance or, you know, like controlling type situations. Like I'm, I'm okay with, because yeah, yeah it keeps things organized. So, okay. What has been your best and worst experience? I mean, you're straight. So let's just, you know, put that out there with men and women. Cause I don't want, you know, people to assume. Oh, <laughs> straight. Yeah. Yeah. My best experience and worst experience. I mean, it's mm, my best experience. Next time? Yeah, you go. Okay. So I will, I'm going to end it on a good note. I will say my, (laughs) (laughs) my worst experience was... And this was like, you know, we were young, so we didn't have money like that. You know what I mean? Like when you're young, you are broke. Like mm-hmm. that's to be expected. Mm-hmm. But even then, again, I was that person like I get stuff cut off. Like I'm going to figure, you know. So it was just a situation where the person was just habitually like neglect, like negligent on paying their bills. Mm-hmm. And one time I went to call them. And they were having to like text because I think like even if your phone gets cut off, you could sometimes text mm-hmm, or something. Mm-hmm. And so they were texting me like, yeah, Verizon cut me off. And I'm like, how much do you owe? Because, again, this put something on it concept. Most of the time, the phone company, you could do a promise to pay. You could whatever. So I'm like, how much do you owe? Like this person was like four or five hundred in. So you haven't paid them in some months mm-hmm. to owe that much on a phone. And so I kind of went into the conversation of like, OK, like what are you planning to do? Because like. If you, if you don't pay, then like, how are you going to be able to have things? Like when you do want to go and like get a car or you want to be able to like go get a part, like if you keep doing this, like they're going to send stuff to collections at the point where things are sent to like that impacts you like, bruh. And this person said to me, that was my signal. Like I had to go. This person said to me, like, well, I just won't have nothing. Well, Lee will. You won't have me. Lee will. So I, me Include and, me in nothing. <laughs> I, I can't. I cannot do this. Like, mm-mm. So that would probably be the worst. Like, and so what would be your best? Um, I would say, again, because I didn't come from that background where we actively talked about, like, this is how you budget and this is what you should do. Like, My first conversation with my mother, I love her dearly. My first conversation with my mother about credit was her calling and cussing me out 
Mm. But getting a credit card and running it up. Okay. Because, uh, of course, it came to her house. Um, <laughs> so, so did you know it was ran up? I mean, I knew I was swiping, but I wasn't thinking. I was in college. I'm just thinking, like, oh, it's free money. They're giving me $5,000, and I paid a little $25. Yes, I was, that, I was that person. So having come from that and have, having had to learn, like, delayed gratification and trying your best again life happens but trying my best to stay within that like 30 percent you know they tell you not to have your utilization mm-hmm. over 30 percent. so for the most part trying to do really well about like staying within that ratio and all of that like that was a process um that took most of my 20s so coming into a relationship where the person probably has similar lessons learned or whatever right but they they asked me first <coughs> What's going on with your money? They oh. asked me first, like, they didn't ask me how much debt I had, but they were like, like, how many credit cards do you have? What are they? Um, and like, how do you handle your debt? So they didn't really ask me necessarily, like, how much debt do you have? But it was just like, how do you pay your bills? Um, what do you want to do outside of like your nine to five? Like, and like being to the point where, again, I am not here. Like, there are certain things like you and I, I remember when I was first really trying to work on my credit five, six years ago, you were like, you get your nails done twice a month and you were going to nix it all together. And I was like, what I'm not going to do? Like, that was my thing. I was like, <laughs> I, and to this day, I get my nails until I do it once a month. I was like, that was, you right. I don't have to get them done twice a month and have the full everything twice a month. You right. That is at least a hundred dollars that you can save. But I was like, my thing for me, I am going once a month. And that's what we're going to do. And so, but this person is to the point of like, you need to get you a travel mug because that $3 uh, Starbucks, like that ad, that's $60 a month. And I'd just be looking, he right, but But. I ain't trying to hear that. But so I will say there's even the little thing where you think they're little that like add up over time that. He is better about than me. But what has rubbed off is within that conversation, it now has me, because you think about like, well, you don't think about them. That's a problem. Like the little subscriptions or the little things you have. Mm-hmm. It has had me to the point of like, let me go to the state. What is this? <laughs> and so I will say, even though I am not at that point where I don't, I don't go every day to Starbucks, but I do sometimes, a couple of times a week, go get my $3 drink. Oh, um, every other day. Okay, well, that's, you know, that's a Not start. Every day, every day. Baby steps. <laughs> <laughs> so I would say for me, that's been a better experience because it's like there's some accountability and there's some just like physical health or just like your physical goals. Like it's one step at a time, but you can at least see the progress. It's at least putting you on the path of like, you ain't going to be over here getting no stuff cut off. I mean, not that I would anyway, but yeah. You ready? We ready, no. Sugarfoot? Yeah. Let's start with the worst. Maybe that'll be easier. There were so many worst. Okay, um, but the worst. <laughs> the worst of the worst. I mean, I don't really let people fool my money like this. I think the <laughs> the, sure. the worst situation was again young. Like mm-hmm. you said, um, I helped pay not helped i paid um for a guy's books like part of his tuition books or something like that okay (laughs) he was gonna hit me right back yeah (laughs) 
<laughs> he never did. Mm-hmm. And that was my first time experiencing me. Myself as an attorney in court, because that's where I took him. Um, small claims. So wow. that was the worst experience, I would say. Okay. I guess. Really was it? I mean, it was just so many words. Okay. I haven't had a best experience. I will say I am I think that's because that's my strength. There's sometimes that that's what's going to be drawn to you, right? Like, I feel mm-hmm. like a person that's a personal trainer mm-hmm. they're naturally going to draw people that need work. Okay. And that's how I feel about finance. Like, I don't feel like I'm ever going to experience that kind of situation where a guy's coming to me and asking me about my finances and, mm-hmm. you know, because it's just not. So I, it, that would be but an ideal best situation. I, I think, don't know that. I don't think it's because it doesn't exist. Right. I think it's because of back to what we said about normalizing that conversation. Mm-hmm. And I think assuming mm-hmm. that you date within your race mm-hmm. like that cult like that still isn't a culture you know what i mean i feel like mm-hmm. there's still is such a shift to make to take the taboo out of that because i know yeah like just like you said like how much you earn credit score like all of that was taboo for me growing up like yeah it's nobody like that was like fighting words like right. what's my credit score right. how right. dare you right so you know i think it definitely exists that guy that's like savvy and responsible and Absolutely. all of that. But I just think most people just don't talk about it. Unfortunately. Okay. We'll go with that. Okay. All right. So a, a easier question, perhaps. How do you feel about who takes the, who should pay the tab on the first date? Like, you know, there's all these arguments out here about if you paid it, if he paid, like, what are your do you feel strongly either way about like who pays for the first date? I don't feel strongly about it because it's never been presented to me as an issue. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So I've never had to be like, dang, did he really make me pick up with the tab? Mm-hmm. I, he's always paid the first date. So it's not even really a thought for me, but I wouldn't. I'm also not the type of person that needs to go on a first date to Ruth's Chris or State 48. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not that girl. You know what I'm saying? I still so, have not been to State 48. <laughs> like, one of my first dates was Smoothie King and Best Buy. You okay, know what I'm saying? Like, cute. what I get? I got a Fitbit so I can exercise. Like, it was, you know, that was the date. And I'm not saying all my first dates have been like that because they definitely have not. Yeah. But I'm just, I mean... I think for those women, they feel very strongly that he needs to pay. Okay. Yeah, your bill is about to be $230 at State 48. So, you know, maybe there's a concern there who's going to pay. Um, <laughs> so, I, you know, that's just not mm-hmm. my thing. I, I, don't, I don't feel like you need to bankrupt somebody to have a first meal to decide that you don't want to talk to them no more. I think it's ridiculous. Do you feel like in that situation, like... It's fair for someone to expect something because they paid that kind of test. So I took you to State 48. Do you feel like it's fair for them to be like, so what's up? Hmm. One, I never think it's fair for you to expect sexual favors from money you spent out of your pocket. You could have easily said no. That being said, um, <clears throat> I do know that there are people that are opportunist, mm-hmm. right? And that's the only way they're going to get to state 48 mm. is by going out and having all these first dates mm. with men 
okay. to take them to wherever. Okay. So if that's what happens in return, then that's what happens in return. However, I still absolutely stand women's rights. No, you. I don't care if you spend five hundred dollars. Your expectation should not be you better lay with me because I spent. You don't have to spend the five hundred dollars. True. So got you. Um, I agree with your sentiment about like the first day. I've never like. I've just never been on a first date where it has it. I feel like there's always that awkward moment sometimes where mm. on some, maybe not the first date, but there's always an awkward moment on like, if you're going on the second, third, whatever, it's like, who, who kind of pull, pulls you first? Feel that energy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think for me, it's never really come up as like a, <laughs> so mm-hmm. you're going to get that. Because I do feel like there's so many guys that are kind of traditional. Like, I mean, I asked you mm-hmm. out, so mm-hmm. I'm going to take you hopefully somewhere I can, they can afford. I mean, because I usually don't even, for first dates, like I might say what kind of food I like, but I've never like been the person who's like you adamant. Listed a like, restaurant. We have yeah. to go here. I've just been kind of been like, well, I like this kind of food or this kind of food. So whatever you want to, you know. Um, so there's that. I I would not have a problem paying on the first date. I just think I'm <clears throat> the only way I'm probably likely to go for that pool because again, like you said, there's an energy. If I asked you out. On yeah, the first day. That would be the only one. Then I would be like, I mean, because I feel like I asked you on this date, like, I got it. Um, now, this is a <laughs> this is a daddyism moment. This whole expected something because you financed really anything for me. I don't care what you buy. I feel like, and I, I'm not judging the folk because there's various psychologies around, like, people who expect certain things, the state 48 girls or whatever. Like, look, that ain't my ministry. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to judge it. But what <clears throat> I will say is made the paranoia in me, the the daddy's girl in me that was just taught, I am not going to let you take me somewhere that if stuff went down, I cannot pay for what I had. Mm-hmm. So for me, you really going to get the uh, a whole different person going to come out if you come out your mouth Oof. that you did X, Y, and Z for me because I will kindly send you a cash app. And make sure that we're that we're even because I'm not about to be that kind of burden. Like I'm not gonna do this. Yeah. Um, so that's the thing for me. I feel like you play yourself when you do something with ill motive. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to do something, like if I I've been in situations where, you know, we talk about state 48, but like, okay, here in Charlotte, I really like um every now and then going to like Sullivan's. I've been in a situation where I've taken a guy to Sullivan's because they've never been and I wanted to have that experience. So I couldn't get mad if we didn't work out down the road and be like, I took you to Sullivan's. How dare you? You know what I mean? It's just like that's something that I wanted to do. I wanted to have a nice meal, that atmosphere. And again, that was something I did every Friday. So, you know, I just I feel like your intentions need to be pure. Yeah. Um, when you go to do something like that, or you're gonna play yourself because mm-hmm. you know life. Okay, so my last question. Mm-hmm. I have another one. How do you? What is your? What are your thoughts about around like respect being attributed to like someone's income or like one partner depending on the other? Um. So I think we tackled this a little bit in one of our other episodes when we were talking about the. Um, the guys that gave their perspectives about oh, respect the provider, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so do I feel like respect should be attributed to income? Absolutely not. I feel like um, 
if you are in partnership, and we're heterosexual, so I'm going to speak man, woman. Um, if you're, if I'm in partnership with a man, I need to respect that man as a man, right? Mm-hmm. If he makes less than me, I know that going in, mm-hmm. it doesn't make him less of a man because, and I'm, I'm not going to treat him like less of a man. I'm not going to talk down to him like less of now. Now I might talk down at some point in time because I'm pissed off, but it ain't got nothing to do with your income. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, and I'm gonna try to check that as well, mm-hmm. but it's not going. You know, you will never hear me come out of my mouth and say, you don't even make da 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 da. That is never it's gonna go real left ever real gonna come out of my mouth. Yeah. So no, my respect is not gonna be attributed to how much you make. Now it might be attributed to how much you contribute to this house in other ways, but it's not gonna be contributed to your income. Like yeah. that's just no. Yeah. Um I definitely agree. I think some of the rub comes from what you said at the end of that of like what do you contribute? And that's not just a money thing. Mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. is like a, how do you make life easier? And right. I will say yes. one of my uglier moments in a relationship, I that's when I really had to check my tongue because I just realized your mouth is reckless. Um, it, it was bad. So I, <laughs> I again, I, I've had some growth since then. I was in my mid-20s. Mm-hmm. I was dating a guy. I was... Um, out earning him Mm -hmm. because they were finishing some education things, whatever. So there was a situation, again, it was cumulative. It wasn't like a one-time thing, but it was a situation where like, again, I'm working and I'm paying the bills. I'm making things happen. I'm thinking as a serious partner, like this is temporary. We, we, you know, we going to get through this. I'm thinking we are we, Mm -hmm, you know, mm -hmm. and this person was doing things that were, not helping us so it's like they're making purchases operating as an eye hmm they're operating as an eye right you know making purchases <clears throat> or running up be like they're doing things that every time i make a step forward mm-hmm. now we're two steps back um and so all of that added up again we're who know i can't even remember what the argument was but this person says again cumulative moment but not my best this person said to me I mean, you don't know how to make a, you don't know how to treat a man like a man. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, when I see one, I'll treat him as such. <laughs> Again, not my best moment. Um, and I think for me at the time, it wasn't about that person not working. It was about you see me as your partner doing everything I can to keep us afloat. And every step you take is is operating in opposition to mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think for me, that's where the respect factor comes and goes. It is, as my partner, are you helping me or hurting me right. in terms of what our, what we say our goals right. are? Um, and that doesn't matter. Like I said, there's been, I've dated guys who had more and that has their benefits when they out-earn you. And I've dated guys who earn less. And again, if, you, if they're responsible, it hasn't changed anything. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm very much about treating people just with respect in general, but I'm also about like it takes respect to get respect. Yeah. And some people can be disrespectful in how they move with you. You know yeah. what I mean? So um, And I think that yeah. goes both ways. It's not just um with the woman out earning a man, right? With the man out earning a woman, not mm-hmm. to treat her less than, right? She's yeah. not a stepping stool. Like yeah. you know, like to treat her less than because you out earn her. And mm-hmm. I think <clears throat> 
a lot of time women focus on the income. Like, mm-hmm. does he make six figures? Does he make this? Mm-hmm. And I have experienced it and I know it to be true. Just because a man makes more than you do, just because mm-hmm. a man makes more doesn't mean he's going to give you that money. That's First his, off. That's his money, right? I have mm-hmm. had men that have made less than me, that have given me more than a man that's made way more than I have, right? Because mm-hmm. it comes to a respect in their desire Mm-hmm. to please and to make you happy. Mm-hmm. So just because a man make that money, don't you be sitting up in there putting yourself in his house and putting yourself <laughs> in his car. That's cute. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> he looking like... Sis. And sometimes when people earn more, they're, they build up their lifestyle as such. So mm-hmm. some people, when they earn more, it balances out in the end yes, because, you know... I always say that. Oh, mm-hmm. my gosh. So it just really depends. So. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It could be a person that makes... Fifty, sixty thousand dollars and have no debt versus that person that's two hundred thousand dollars and got a four hundred thousand dollar house, four five cars that end up being a hundred thousand. Who broke? Like who who's who's the one not swimming? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So you have to it's take relative. it into yeah, take into account all of those things. So for me, it's always been it is not your income. Yes, I want you to be able to generate income. And then if your income is not where you want it to be, let's figure out how to increase that income. But mm-hmm. my, it's not a number for me. It's financial management. Yeah. How are you managing what you currently have? Amen. Yeah. All right, ladies and gents. Um, I thought this was a very productive girl talk. Was, or, you know, or Devo talk. You know, y'all can join <laughs> in too. Let yes. us know how you feel. Do we have time? Do you want to, we want to save our Diva, Dear Diva segment? Or? Yes, let's save it. Okay. Let's save it. Let's save it. So, let's questions, save it. comments, concerns, shenanigans, Diva advice at gmail.com. That is D-I-V-A-A-D-V-I-C-E at gmail.com. Um, make sure you follow us on the things, Facebook and Instagram. We do have a TikTok. I'm still figuring that out. Um, <laughs> but it is Divas and Ducky. Right, right. Um, so, make sure you follow us there as well. Um, go to our website, sign up for the little newsletter, get mm-hmm. little ticklers or what we're doing and um yeah unless you have any quick tip you good yes, yes. all right so in the meantime in between time have a great attitude right, guys bye, bye.